it's time for the guy who always gets you to the ball game on time. And here's the pitch. It's Matt Wyatt with all the good stuff you need to know. Here we go. I'm Matt in the Bureau, the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio. Farm Bureau, go with the home team. They are your home team at Farm Bureau Insurance across the great state of Mississippi. Your hometown heroes, that's your local Farm Bureau Insurance agents. Man, oh man, oh man, it has arrived. It has arrived. What has arrived, you might ask? Well, it's game week. I don't know if you realized it, but it is. It is, in fact... Game week, and that means we're going to be watching football. And this time next week, we're going to be recapping games. We will not be previewing games anymore. This Well, <laughs> we'll still have games to preview, all right? <laughs> but, but, but this time, one week from right now, we will be in full-on, full-on reaction Monday mode, and I cannot wait for it. So get it on in here. You can be a part of the show today. We do have reaction, okay, because first of all, uh, college football did get underway this past weekend, so you had games that matter. Uh, Vandy beat Hawaii. We'll talk about that if you not long. <laughs> More importantly, look, Jackson State didn't just win. They looked great in their season opener, did they? Did you watch them? How about that running back? Okay, and that quarterback. But anyway... So we'll get into that. So we do have stuff to react to. Plus, you have a full weekend of high school football that has gone on. Scores and more and everything to look at. So all of that coming up. And and if you're just tuning in, we're going to have a press conference. It is Press Conference Monday. <laughs> and so we're back in that routine because it's game week. In fact, you've got Zach Arnett. The head football coach at Mississippi State is taking the podium for his first uh, press conference as the Mississippi State University head football coach. And we'll tune into a little bit of that right now. That's how we'll start on this Monday. Here to there, starting right now. Let's check him out. Here's Zach Arnett. Camp, and I could definitely tell last week we're to the point as a football team that we're kind of tired of practicing against each other and want to spend some time preparing for a game and playing someone else. And so... Uh, there's a new kind of energy and excitement around the building. Obviously, it's game week, uh, so that should help help improve our practice efforts. Um, obviously, I want to say thank you to the fan base. You know, season tickets being sold out, it's going to be a heck of an environment around here come Saturday, uh, and that definitely has the players excited. Anytime you're a competitor, you're a player, you want to play in front of a packed house in an electric environment, and so thank you to the fans because I know they, they always create that here. Uh, but we're excited to get things kicked off. Uh, we face a very quality opponent, and it's going to be a challenge for us. You know, Coach Selfo and his staff, they've done a tremendous job. Obviously, they're coming off a, a conference championship uh, winning season. You know, they're, they're co-champs at that conference last year, and I believe that in the head-to-head -head matchup, they beat the team they shared it with. Um, extremely dynamic on offense, uh, putting up a lot of points on everyone. Uh, very sound, fundamentally sound, schematically sound on defense make you earn everything you get. And so we have our hands full. I, I shared that message to the players on, on Saturday at our kind of mock game we did here is uh, we got our hands full this week. And so we have to have a great week of preparation. We got to get ourselves ready to go and play a full 60 minutes 
uh, four-quarter football game because that's what it's going to be. Uh, it's a tremendous program annually. They're very successful every year, and so uh, we got our hands full. But we're excited to get things going. And with that, I'll open it up to the questions. All right, what that is, a little bit of Zach Arnett's opening press conference. It just so happened they're going to go every Monday of game you know, week at Monday at noon. So if you're listening live, it's it's happening now. If you listen to the replay version of this show, it will have already happened. But he's going into the Q&A. Let's check it out. First one as head coach in season, press conference game week. Well, obviously, there's more things I'm responsible for uh, managing, right? I'm first time ever having to do one of these press conferences right here. Uh, overseeing the practice schedule, making sure we're getting enough reps, but but not doing too much where we take a tired team into the football game, right? That's kind of the balancing act. You're always you're always juggling. You want to get as many reps as you can, so that way you feel you can execute at a very high level. Uh, but you got to make sure you got a fresh team coming into the game. And like I said, it's been a, a long physical camp, and so those are things we we discuss and weigh on a daily basis. Uh, and I guess I probably have to give you second half of that answer next week after you know going through the week and reviewing it all. Zach, you're just talking about the accomplishments, you know, for Southeast Louisiana last season. Does it help with a veteran team to, you know, ensure players aren't going to look ahead and see, you know, the Power Five games you guys have, you know, after this weekend? I think the easiest thing to do, obviously, we watched quite a bit of film already. You know, we spent last week getting into some scout work and and treating it like a game week. So we've been working on them a little bit, but uh, we've watched quite a bit of film. But you don't have to watch much film to know, right, that you're playing a very talented football team. Uh, you know, they can they can spread you out, run a lot of great route concepts that stress coverage. Uh, <laughs> you, get, you get a transfer quarterback coming in who's first team preseason all conference, and the returning quarterback is the second team preseason all conference, right? So uh, obviously you you worry about a team anytime you got that type of veteran presence at the quarterback position because that's who makes an offense go, and so uh, for them to have. First and second team preseason all-conference at quarterback position. Uh, that'll catch your attention real quick. Uh, there you go. A little bit of Zach Arnett's uh, Monday press conference. It just got started. May tune back into that, uh, some more of that, just a little bit later. We'll get the opportunity. But I think let's jump into the show. We'll get some of your feedback going. You can be a part of the show. Welcome to game week. You can be a part of the show. Text me. Call me. I get to hear your voice if you call me on the Divinity Equipment phone line. Number to call, 995-1059. That's a 601 number, 995-1059. Text me on the Country Pleasing text line, Country Pleasing Sausage, on grocery store shelves all around the southeast. It is the best sausage, hands down, in my opinion. Text me at 885-3776. That's a 601 number, 885-3776. And, of course, if you're on the live stream on the uh, live thread, how do y'all? Feel free to comment right there. Drop a comment. We can get to it. If you're watching on YouTube, Facebook, whatever, type it in, hit it, submit it, and I'll be able to see it right here, and we can get it in uh, on the show. In fact, uh, before the show even began today, Kobe, Kobe went ahead and commented on the live thread. He was the first one in there said, it's game week. It indeed is game week. Hats off to JSU. Big win this weekend, Jackson State. Yeah, I say big win. I don't know too much about their opponent. Was it South Carolina State? But I just know Jackson State looked really good. 
right, so your comments, opinions coming up, questions otherwise, how do you feel this week coming into the week? Um, text line, country pleasing text line right off the bat from Sweet Custom Carpentry. It says, uh, this is from Georgia Dog, Blaine Sweet. What's the best way to see the games without having to take out a mortgage? <laughs> Uh, his daughter's still in the hospital, so we'll continue to keep her in her prayers, Blaine. Yeah, I, you know, the good news, like, an SEC team, you're going to get uh, a lot of options. Mostly it's SEC Network, ESPN, ESPN2, that kind of thing. And, like, this weekend, State is SEC Network, I think, and I think Ole Miss is ESPN2. But So just get pick one carrier, Hulu, Sling, YouTube TV, you know, C Spire TV has it. You can get, I'm sure cable satellite has those in it. Yeah, but there. You don't have to subscribe to everything, just one good one. And I'm not the expert, so I don't know what to tell you on all of it. How about the boom? Uh, Jake from Yazoo, Texas show on the country pleasing text line 885 3776. He said the JSU halftime show was amazing. Wasn't it? Big finish coming up right here. Here we go. It really was. He says JSU halftime show was amazing, and they got that million-dollar check from uh, Sean Combs. (laughs) P. Diddy gave him a million dollars. Nice work, JSU. I, I did see that news. I um, didn't get to see it happen. Saturday, we were with uh, Annabeth's family. We were celebrating her grandmother's 96th birthday. Uh, Miss Mary Smith, Miss Mary Liddell Smith, 96, and doing really well. Uh, you would not, you wouldn't guess that she was a day over, you know, 66, and certainly not 96. And she's amazing. She's just absolutely amazing. So we were there with family. I, there was a lot of those games that were on that they either didn't see or only caught a part of it. So I went back yesterday and watched it again. And look, I'm just going to tell you like it is now. Uh, again, it's you come into a year, it's hard to judge teams, but also their opponents because everybody's roster is changing more than it used to. You know, it used to be that you could, you knew, you felt like you knew a lot more about most teams from one year carrying over to the next, minus one player or two or one addition or two. But now there's a lot more turnover. So you don't know. I, I don't know much about their opponent. I just know Jackson State, one, looked very well coached. They were much faster and, like, more physical than the opponent for the most part. Even though, And it's the thing is, like, it ends up this big, huge blowout, and they actually, Jackson State kind of spit and sputtered for the first quarter. You know, they're really good defensively, but offensively they kind of, I don't know, it took them about a quarter to get their legs under them. Not so much quarterback, but really everybody else. And uh, and then they still wind up, you know, blowing the doors off the game. And I just thought they looked really good. Like the plan was good. You know, their play calling was not simple. It was not easy to figure out. They constantly keeping a defense running right, left, and off balance, and screens, and play action. Running the ball, they ran the ball really well. Offensive line, I thought, was probably, I don't know, again, just first glance to me watching them play, but but Jackson State's offensive line, I thought, was really good. And I was really impressed with the running back. I was really impressed with the quarterback. It's like he got better as the game went on, too. Um, so, look, I you know, 
I know the, the, the story is that Deion Sanders and a few of his stars left with him, but there's not, I mean, it's one game, but just watching one game, there doesn't appear to be some huge drop-off. If you're a Jackson State fan, maybe you already knew this, what I'm saying, but this was my first look at it. I don't see a drop-off. Now, I know there's no Travis Hunter out there. Not many teams anywhere have one of those. Okay, I get it, but that looked like a good football team to me. They were fast on defense. They were flying around up front. They were much better than their opponent up front on the line of scrimmage. Watching their offensive line. And I, I, I really enjoyed watching that running back. You talk about running hard. I don't even know his name. What was he, number five? Okay, all right, I'm going to look it up. <laughs> i got to look it up. I've gone too far talking about it without knowing actual uh, knowing the names. Okay, so, yeah, he had 100 yards. Mulligan, Irv Mulligan. I think he, was, I think he wears number five. He had one run that it was about a 10-yard run. Should have been. Okay, but he turned it into about a 25-yard run. In the last 15 yards, he was crawling on his hands. He had the ball tucked in one hand. He's using the other hand to keep himself up. He would not go down. I was really impressed. It was a 37-7 win. Quarterback uh, for Jackson State, Jason Brown. I, I don't know anything about him, but watching him play. Man, the guy is really accurate with the football. I was very impressed. And the numbers back that up. He went 26 of 30, 356 yards, three touchdowns, no picks. You know, and I'm trying to think there might have, of those 30 pass attempts for Jason Brown of Jackson State, there might have been one or two that was sort of close to a defender. <laughs> like, and he had a couple got broken up at the end of the game, but there was a drop in there too. Like at one point in the game, I want to say they had like a red zone opportunity late in that game where two or three of his incompletions, and the guy only had four, came either two or three came in that one little series down there trying to score on like back-to-back throws. And one of the four incompletions I know was a drop that hit a guy. Okay, and and so there was other couple that was, you know, basically you had some coverage. But he was just he, – he was locked in and good. You know, so I, I just kind of came with it, came away from it going, man, you can't say enough about the job that T.C. Taylor did getting that team ready to play and putting it together. They look good. 26 of 30. Yeah, y'all, if you're watching the live stream, you saw me pull out my handy-dandy iPhone from C Spire so that I could just do the math on the – without having to do it in my head. That's 86%, really 87% if you round it up. Go play your season opener and go 87% for um, over 350 yards and three touchdowns. Okay, and ran the ball really well. 138 yards as a team, but their top guy had 14 carries, 109 yards, a touchdown, a long run of 46, and he averaged 7.8. I mean, it, it was good. Really spread the ball around. 26 completions to eight different receivers. That's what I'm saying. Like when you when I said you watch them play their offense, it was not something where you could watch their offense and figure out what was coming. Like they who's whoever put it together and call plays, they had lots of things they could do off play action, you you know, moving people around, 
lots of misdirection. Their zone blocking and the run game was really good. Anyway, it's easy to have a lot to brag about when a team goes, you know, beats somebody by 30 points in a season opener. I mean, they look good to me. They're very, it's a very well coached football team. All right, get him in here. Let's see. Rebel Rex texts the show. What's up, Rex? Country pleasing text line. He says, Hey, Matt. Good luck to the dogs this week. Looking forward to a new season. Hopefully some shakeups in the SEC. Lots of new quarterbacks. We'll see how it shakes out. He says, God bless and hotty toddy. That's from Rebel Rex. God bless you. Rex, always good to hear from you, man. Appreciate it so much. All right, comments on the live thread. YouTube and Facebook. Let's see what we have. There were other games other than the Jackson State game. I just remember that one. Oh, yeah. Okay, back to the comment from uh, Jake. Real quick. Jake, you're right. The halftime show from the boom was great. We watched it separately as a family last night. We were all just kind of glued to the TV. It was so good. It was a Tina Turner tribute. If you are a Tina Turner fan, all right, you, you owe it to yourself. Get on YouTube and look up. You know, Jackson State, Sonic Boom, halftime show of uh, the classic game they played this week. You know, their, their opponent, and it'll be right there. It's the first thing that'll pop up and watch it. It's really good. Okay, obviously the music's good. They spelled out, they marched and spelled out Tina on the field there in Atlanta. It was so good. All right. Sven commented on the YouTube channel on the live thread. He said, Hail State, everyone. He said, USC is winning nothing with Alex Grinch as defensive coordinator. Yeah, you know, they did give up points, right? And uh, there were some people that were very critical of their defense. And what I would say to that is, you know, you know, part of it is, one, you got, you got a guy like Caleb Williams on the other side, and maybe it didn't matter as much, but then you also have, um, you know, room to get better. It's not like they don't have players defensively. But, look, if, if you expected a Lincoln-Riley team to focus on defense, you know, you had another thing coming because uh, they're not going to ever. None of his teams have. All right. Over on the phone line, the Divini Equipment phone line, Divini Equipment, Madison and in Jackson, your Kubota dealer, the oldest Kubota dealer in the U.S., in fact, means they've been doing it better, longer than anyone else right here at home at Divini. On line one, we got hundred grand calling in. Happy Monday to you, sir. It's football season. What's up? Man, Matt, I know uh, it's been a minute, but I'm glad it's here. I'm, yeah, glad, I'm glad we were able to see some football action and uh, I know Kobe is in uh, the Caribbean somewhere with his foots cocked up, having a cocktail somewhere. <laughs> so I know he would love to call you and tell you about his tigers, but it'll probably cost him more to call you now. So I'm going to just say a little bit for him. And okay. I just want you to know, man, them boys was laying some wood yes, they were. out there. Yes, they were. They were laying some. You could tell they've been in 100-degree weather because <laughs> they needed to take it out on somebody. And they was laying wood and also took them to the woodshed. So, man, I love to see that, yep. you know, especially from coming off of Dion, man. That just let me know TC was the right guy. And, uh, man, we look good. And they I know that's just good. the first game. But we look good, and we got a little revenge back from last year when they beat us. So, mm -hmm. you know, yes. it's all good. I just wanted to call and say that. And I also, I'm going to put it out here on the air. I told Beaver, and which he did do something good. He said he sat there and watched the boom 
on halftime. I said, man, you got to come see it live. So I told him, I said, man, you got to come up here, come to the to the tailgate. You only got to just show up for maybe five minutes of tailgate, get you something to eat, and we can walk you right in the game. <laughs> we're gonna let we're gonna we're gonna let you kick your foots up, see a little ball. Then when the band come on, they get and they get done. Then we can leave, and I get you in and out. So hopefully he gonna take me up on my offer. But I just wanted to throw it out there in radio land <laughs> that I have got beef and pushed him. But I'm I'm proud of him. Even at least watched him a little bit. But he got to come here, them young people, them young kids, how hard they blow the tune. Oh, it's incredible. Boom, yeah, yeah, it was incredible. Yeah, yeah. So, but anyway, football season here. And, uh, hey, them Saints, shh, don't say nothing about them. Let everybody keep talking about everybody. Else. I said that don't too. Say look, about them Saints. We usually, look, we usually agree, but I said the same thing. Look, they're going to win that division. I mean, Derek Carr. Derek Carr is by far the best quarterback right now in that division. I don't think there's any doubt about it. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, yeah. Matt, don't 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 say it loud. We might okay. start crowd. Let's, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, we're hollering. All right, you. Thank you. Appreciate the phone call. Hundred grand. <laughs> Listen, it's not an exaggeration. Okay, you go watch for yourself. You can find the whole game and watch it again on YouTube if you want. Jackson State, that's a very good South Carolina State program, right? Jackson State destroyed them. And Jackson State, they didn't just play well. They played really well. Beaver, your opinion coming up next on the other side of the break. Stick around. Winning the game, or even losing the game. You're going to hear about them all and get to talk about it with Matt Wyatt right here, right now. Here we go. All right, back with you in the Bureau, the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio. Farm Bureau Insurance, go with the home team. They are your home team at Farm Bureau Insurance across the great state of Mississippi. Your hometown heroes. That's your local Farm Bureau insurance agents. I'm Matt. Thank you all for being here, getting to your comments. Got a bunch of them. bunch of them coming up here on the live thread, on the live stream live thread, comments thread. That's coming up. Stay tuned. At the end of the week, I got somebody to introduce to you all that is going to be an everyday part of the live comments thread coming into the show off social media. So stay tuned for that. That's coming up. Little research shows that uh, I need to edit my comments. Two years ago, South Carolina State was very good. Beat Dion and Jackson State in the Celebration Bowl. But last year, they pretty much stunk. Okay, I think they won three games last year. Now, I don't know if he was or wasn't. It sounded like when I was complimenting them, Beaver was maybe going to jump in here and correct me on that a while ago, but the music got us. Here he is. For your listening pleasure on a Monday. The man named Beaver. Beaver! Hey, Matt Wyatt. What do you think about all that? Well, that's exactly <laughs> what I, why I gave that when you said, Oh, really good program. That's why you heard a little, uh, because... Beaver goes, uh, I, was, uh, 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 uh. 
I was not only going to point out that they won three games last year, but one of their losses was to Delaware State. <laughs> well, they might have been good for all you know. Delaware State won four games. Oh, okay. So they weren't good for all you know. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I, I managed to look that up. I wondered, Beaver was checking me on something. I'm like, what was it? Let me check this because I just said they're a good program, good competitive. Look, they were good two years ago. Won a bunch of games, beat Jackson State in uh, the Celebration Bowl last year. They weren't any good. Beaver, um, how do you how are you feeling on Monday of game week? You perked up, rip snorting, raring to go. Yeah, you said something in the first couple minutes though that got me thinking. Okay, not that I'm not excited because even this type of reaction is still fun to see. But you says to me, you says, well, you says to everybody that. At this time next week, we'll be recapping. Oh, yeah, doggone. You're right. And I just realized that, yeah. That got me thinking <laughs> that that means that this time next week, we're going to have crazy, crazy overreactions and predictions based on games against yeah. Southeast Louisiana and Mercer and. South Carolina State already. And, <laughs> Good point. But yeah, that that's coming though. Predict crazy prediction times, overreactions. You, you know. So instead of reaction Monday, that one we ought to call overreaction Monday. But you know what, Beaver? Here's the thing though. While you were saying that, something else just hit me. One week from today, none of us will be here. Now, I don't mean that the rapture is going to happen. Now, it might. I just don't know that it is. That would actually be good. <clears throat> Go ahead and come on back, Lord Jesus. I am 100% ready. But what I think I mean by that, Beaver, is a week from today is Labor Day. Sure is. And nobody will be at work. And nobody's going to be in their normal routine this time Monday. Everybody's going to be off. And I think, I think you'll be off, too. I think you and I will be off, too. So, this time a week from tomorrow. No, today. Will be. Oh, that's it. Yes, yes. Yeah, that, that's what I mean. What, right. That. Oh, yeah. So we will have well, this time a week from tomorrow. We'll be recapping. We'll we'll do we'll do overreaction Monday slash Tuesday. We'll do overreaction Monday on Tuesday. How about that? <laughs> this is really simple. <clears throat> Can't y'all tell this is how simple this is? We're gonna be off Monday for Labor Day. And so we won't be here. So we'll be here next Tuesday. But what, I, what I'm sure will happen, Beaver, is like me and everybody else. You know how it is. The first football weekend, you play on Saturday early in the day. So I'll be posting stuff on social media and probably do a game recap and do a film study. And I'll probably all have all that out by Monday anyway. So we, we, we can stay connected. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Uh, let me hit the live comments thread here on uh, YouTube, Facebook. Again, heads up. Tune in at the end of the week. I'm going to introduce someone to you. Uh, that's going to be an everyday part of the live comments thread that comes in on the live stream. Okay, let me let me back up here and get caught up. Sven commented, he said, how can uh, the NCAA allow that a service academy gets destroyed on national television in Ireland by Notre Dame? I thought the Americans love their soldiers. That never should have happened. See, Sven's over in Germany. And he can't figure out how we would let this happen. <laughs> they did evermore get destroyed, too. Look, y'all, Sam Hartman, the quarterback that transferred to Notre Dame from Wake Forest, is he not the real deal or what? 
That dude is the real deal. Will commented, said, Hail State, happy Monday. Football is back. Uh, Jimmy commented and said, Arnett took the podium at the scheduled time, so that's new. <laughs> Laughing emoji, rest in peace, Pirate. Yeah, they scheduled it for noon, and at noon that sucker started, which never happened with Coach Leach. Whenever they scheduled it, it was usually a couple hours later, <laughs> just whenever he got there. Um, Will, I'm glad to see this. Uh, for those that are superstitious, y'all go ahead and knock on whatever it is you knock on. Rub the rabbit's foot or whatever it is. Stark will forecast for Saturdays, partly cloudy with a high of 86. Not too bad for the first game of the year. Let's just hope that hangs in there. Jerry's on Facebook, gave us a hail state over here on the live thread. Good to see you. Sven enjoyed hearing a little sonic boom just a little bit ago, and I sure enjoyed uh, playing it. Jimmy uh, brought this up regarding Navy. He did say Navy is is bad, but Notre Dame played really well. You know, and I, that's it. They did. Notre Dame played well. They did. They were ready to go for sure. And Victor commented on Facebook and said, Jackson State looked good. This week against uh, Florida A&M, FAMU will really set the tone. And uh, it will. So you got home game against uh, Florida A&M this week, right? Or I guess planning on Sunday. So is that a neutral site deal? And then what? A couple of true road games in there after that to Southern and to like Texas State. So, you know, these next three, we're really going to find out more, sure enough, about Jackson State. But I will say they look good. They were well put together. They were physical. And I love watching that running back. And a quarterback, he was fun to watch too. On that note, over on the Divinity Equipment phone line, Divinity Equipment, Madison and in Jackson, your Kubota dealer. He's over here on line you one. You know what time it is. On line one, JSU one. What's up? A great weekend and ready for the rest of the season. Yeah, I know you are. How'd you feel about how they look? They looked real good. They looked real good. Uh, the true test, I think, will be this weekend, though. Yeah. Um, uh, and I thought South Carolina State would be a better ballot than what it would, but yeah. it, it didn't turn out that way. No, I mean, you could tell Jackson State was bigger. They were faster on both sides of the ball. And it's like it's almost like Jackson State kind of got their nerves out. They were a little sloppy early, you know, and then once they got settled right. in, they just took over. Um, well, I think T.C. T. C. Taylor and the coaches that went out and got what they wanted and uh, to make it more physical and bigger and faster because that strength and conditioning coach, it looked like he did a great job with them. I agree with that 100%. They, that football team was ready to go. You know, and how it plays out against some of these others that maybe have similar athletes, we'll see. But and, yep, and, we'll see. And you got three good tests: Florida A and M, and then back-to-back road games at Southern, and then at Texas State. The 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 FAMU game this weekend. Where's that being played? That's down. That's the uh, Orange Blossom Classic yeah. down there in uh, Miami. They've been playing that for several years now, right? The last two years, maybe yeah. third year for it. Yeah. So and it's on Sunday. Which right. I like, I like that because it gives me a chance to watch it. You know, we got to do the yep. the stuff on Saturday, then get a chance to watch that one, and, and I could go back and look it up. But my if my memory that serves, be at, if I'm not mistaken, two two or two thirty. Yeah, well, it says here two p.m. and it'll be on ESPN on Sunday. Right. And mm-hmm. uh, you know, um, the last couple of years, that's been a fairly close game, hasn't it? Well. 
first year it was. The first uh, year? The first year it was, uh, I think Jackson won at 76. Yeah, okay. Now, last year they kind of blew them out 59 to 3. Oh, so it wasn't close. Okay. So yeah. my, my memory goes back two years, but not one year, apparently. Yeah, I got you. Okay, well, good deal. And look, um, just off the top of my head, yeah, I thought the probably the best unit in the game was Jackson State's offensive line. I thought they were really good, especially run blocking. But I, I right, they did. And but their defensive line, though. Yeah, <laughs> look, they just well, you really can say both lines because both right. of them did a great job. They did, and I like that running back too. Oh yeah, Mulligan. Mulligan. Yeah, he came from Wofford. Did he? Okay, from Wofford. He runs hard. I was talking about yes, one. I was talking about one run he had in the game where it should have been a ten-yard run. It's off the left edge, so he's out in open space. But he hits a DB and a safety at about ten yards. He ran another fifteen yards with one arm on the ground, holding himself right. up. Uh, I was really right. impressed with him. Good stuff. Well, yeah. hey, congrats on the win, JSU one. It's going to be a fun year for JSU. Thank oh, you. Oh yeah. Have a good day now. All right, you too. Have a good day. Talk soon. Live football. Yeah. So you think after a 50-something to 7 loss last year in this Orange Bowl deal, you think FAMU is ready to play? (laughs) I bet they're ready to play. What you want to bet? (laughs) All right. Just getting started with you all here on this Monday. I'm Matt in the Bureau. Stick around. It's on. Uh, Jimmy, yeah, thanks for asking. On the uh, live comments thread, Jimmy on YouTube said, hey, we didn't get a Wyatt family air conditioner update. Oh, it's fixed. It was a breaker. Even It wasn't even the AC. It was a breaker. Had to be replaced. So we're good. We're cold now. By the way, speaking of cold, Jimmy, I mean, it's not cold, but look, compared to what it was last week, the fact that we're having some days this week where the lows are approaching in the 60s and the highs are in the 80s. Compared to last week, that's cold. <laughs> Chilly. Uh, now, Howard, you've got a question here. And Howard on YouTube says, Matt, is there anything in the depth chart that surprises you? Well, Howard, the, the first thing that surprises me, a little bit, I guess, that surprises me, is that anybody pays attention to the depth chart. <laughs> now, I'm not making fun of you. I'm just saying you can take this to the bank, Howard. Okay, There's really, um, let's say two, maybe four positions total on the whole football team where guys don't rotate much. They are quarterback, kicker, starting center, and starting left tackle. 
Okay, so outside of that, people are rotating in and out all the time. Even at your other, you know, left guard, right guard, right tackle spots, you know, running backs are like by committee. Everybody says. Nobody's getting every. So when we look at depth chart, that's the only thing. Like receivers, running backs, defensive linemen, linebackers, safeties. Every now and then a corner. Yeah, okay. So if you've got an Emmanuel Forbes, a first-round, high first-round pick type of guy at corner, well, naturally – He's going to take most of the snaps. But I guarantee he it's most is the right word. He didn't take all of the snaps in the games last year. He's getting a rest. So quarterback doesn't, kicker doesn't, left tackle usually doesn't, you know. So that's what I'm saying is depth charts are something to look at, but they don't mean nearly as much as we make them out to mean uh, at times over the years. I am coming to your text messages. Okay, so just hang on right there. Come to all those. Uh, J-Rock, Kyle, Unnamed, Jackson Mailman, Denzel, Jason, everybody. Come to your text message here. But let me, to his um, point, let me see if I can pull up the depth chart on the game notes that they release and just see if I see any surprises. Because I don't, Howard, I want to answer your question. I don't want to take it lightly, okay? So... Offensive line, let's start there. Most important spot on the entire field for any football team, whether anybody realizes it or not. Left tackle, Dollar Bill Johnson, grad senior. Left guard, Nick Jones, senior. Center, Cole Smith, grad senior. Right guard, LaSoya, redshirt senior. Right tackle, Cameron Jones, grad senior. No surprises on your offensive line. Certainly not a surprise at quarterback. I would say that, you know, maybe as a little bit of a surprise to me, in the running back deal that uh, Seth Davis, is the freshman, has elevated himself. He's right up there with uh, Simeon Price listed as an oar. But, again, that's a position they're all going to rotate in and out a bunch. Marks is the bell cow, but um, everybody will play. <clears throat> uh, you got uh, Justin Robinson starting at X. Tulu starting in the slot. Xavion at Z. Maybe the fact, maybe you could say that, you know, Xavion starting over a Wally is, or listed at one is a surprise, but not really, right? Not really. And and it almost, again, that's a wide receiver position. Doesn't matter really who they list as a starter. They're all going to, they're all going to play. Um, tight end, no surprise there. Defense. Corners are DCAM and Furge, no surprise. Safeties are. Listed as starters anyway are Preston, Banks, and Hunter Washington. I don't think there's any surprise there. I do think Albert will play a bunch. Ellington will play a bunch. Uh, linebackers, you don't have any surprises. It is, you know, what it is, a really good linebacker group. Very good, depending on who is and isn't healthy. And, you know, Pickering at nose, Crummity at the three technique, and then you get Rush end is DeMonte Russell. I don't see any surprises on the depth chart. I tell you what will surprise you, though. Howard, you can write this in permanent ink. What's going to surprise you is how good the punters are, <laughs> especially if it's that Australian kid, Crimmins. But the other guy, too, is good. Yeah, you, got, you can punt. They're going to be good at it. And you hope you don't have to. That's the weird thing about being good at punter. It's like, he's really good, but we hope we don't have to use him. Weird how that works. All right, over to the text line, the country-pleasing text line. J-Rock, Texas Show says, hey, Matt, ask Beaver if Coach Prime <clears throat> will take credit for how Jackson State did. But, hey, Beaver, 
You think uh, Coach Prime will take credit if Jackson State's really good this year? So I think it'll start out, he'll deflect that, he'll give credit to T.C. Taylor, but if if it gets if he gets talking for too long about it, <laughs> it'll come out because he can't help but make something about him. Yeah. So, short answer: If he's just like, yeah, you know, TC's doing a great job down there, but I want to focus on my team here in Colorado. What a normal coach would say. Right. But if it goes any more than that, yeah, he's gonna say, you know, we built something down there. <laughs> yeah. You're saying eventually, if he talks long enough, he'll bring it back to himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's a question from Kyle in Hattiesburg, and he says, I uh, would love to hear you interview Coach T.C. Taylor if that's possible. And, yeah, we're absolutely going to reach out and try to make that happen. Absolutely. Uh, unnamed Texter says, State is undefeated so far. This is going to be a good year. <laughs> that's it. After week zero, we're undefeated. Uh, White Denzel, Texas Show, says a couple of thoughts from this past weekend. One, the clock not stopping the first 28 minutes of each half on first down stinks. And then number two, what does he say? FIU, Florida International, may have a – I thought it said flu there for a minute, but FIU may have a worse passing attack than they did last year. They have four yards passing Saturday versus Louisiana Tech. I know, four yards total passing in a game by a college team that guys are on scholarship. Okay? And – I'm sorry, but that's coaching. I don't care who it is at that level of football. You, you, you know, you're that incapable of throwing and catching or working it into your game plan. It's just coaching. But they, hey, they still kept the game kind of, sort of close somehow. Now, the comment we had earlier about Sven was saying, you know, how would the U.S. allow one of their military academies to get beaten up so bad on foreign soil like that? <laughs> Uh, it's a funny thought. Jason in Flagstaff says there's a huge U.S. military presence in Ireland. He says, I've been there a couple of times just passing through via the Air Force bases there, so not technically, just about Notre Dame. Yeah, that's right. Okay, I got you. I was curious what the crowd makeup would be. The people that were calling that game on TV made it sound like three-fourths of the fans who were there were Notre Dame fans, and I guess that's kind of what you would expect. Hog Jowl. Woo pig says game week. He says, yeah, I know we're all ready for football. We have uh, hope that this is the year for perfection, but for our team winning every game for the playoffs for a national championship after this upcoming weekend, some of us fans will be elated. Some will say we won, but didn't look as good as they thought. And some will say fire the coach. <laughs> he says, we shall see go hogs. That's right. Just like Beaver said, Hog Jow, y'all are in lockstep over there. Beaver said, we'll get back to, we're not going to be here Monday because of Labor Day. We'll be back Tuesday. And he says, uh, that will be a huge day of overreaction. <laughs> uh, Jackson Mailman, Texas Show, he said, so to your observation that someone like a corner has plays off to rest, he says, I know that in college you can't have two players on the field with the same number, but can the person who subs for the starter wear that player's number well, you know, where the number, you you could probably – no, I don't think that's – I don't think you can. I don't think in the game you can have two players on the same side of the ball 
wearing the same numbers. So two different individuals that could potentially play the same position. And that's why if you look at a roster, what everybody is following the rule is, you know, a person can wear number two on offense and then somebody can wear number two on defense. Um, but one player couldn't wear that number, okay, and then come off the field and take it off and give it to another player to wear the number and go in for him or anything like that. And that's why they put that rule that way. Uh, all right. Nick says, did you see the kid from California walk off the Little League World Series with a dinger? He says he looked like a 12-year-old big hit Mac. No, I didn't see it. I didn't watch the Little League World Series. Is it over? I don't watch a lot of TV anymore. <laughs> Just being honest. Um, and then uh, unnamed texture here says very glad for T.C. Taylor I think he did something that Prime didn't do and that is beat South Carolina State congrats to JSU and the program going forward from an alum alright that's good stuff okay hour one is in the books and this is how it goes we have we are you know within to the football season now we're in it and this is how it goes the shows go by quickly it's you know it's hard to get to everything, and uh, it's fun. But we'll do our best in hour two. Lots of comments on the live thread. Coming to those. Your texts, your phone calls as well. Here in the Bureau, the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio. Stick around.